Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Business leaders in corporate and privately held companies gain insights into trends and strategies that provide them with a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Each episode focuses on an area such as marketing, sales, innovation or funding. That is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players, where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entry or knowing how to navigate the uncertainties of disruptive developments. Mindfeeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I am working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. So today I'm with Brian and he's based in Connecticut. We're going to be talking today about following topic. Identify how your business can grow by understanding the strategies of Amazon's social e-commerce. Before we get deeper into our topic, Brian, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, sure. I am currently the director of product strategy with a focus on e-commerce at uh, S50, an agency in uh, Norwalk, Connecticut. Um, while we're a full-service marketing agency, my focus is very specific on e-commerce. Uh, a big part of that, of course, uh, in terms of U.S. e-commerce is Amazon. So we spend a lot of time, time thinking about how do we help our uh, clients succeed on Amazon as it stands today? And then also kind of looking to the future at things like social commerce and new features that Amazon's rolling out and trying to figure out how our clients can best uh, utilize those to grow. Yeah, that sounds really good because as we were discussing before, there are so many things that you can do in business and different niches and so on. And at the end, you still need to have some way to get it out. And Amazon is powerful in the market many many countries uh yes yes very powerful yeah i mean think of it nowadays with the pandemic people are buying everywhere stuff online as well 
But the majority in major markets of Amazon is usually Amazon. People don't Google really for products nowadays that much. They go to Amazon straight away. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah, if someone's yeah. starting a product search, it oftentimes starts on Amazon today. Exactly. So what do you think is the best way for companies actually to uh, build that strategy and understand as well when you look at what Amazon is doing in social e-commerce? Um, what's your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, so with Amazon, it always makes sense to kind of think about the, the you know, foundational elements first, make sure your your product detail pages are are well established, that they very clearly communicate what your product offerings are, they very clearly articulate you know, the core differentiating factors are, and then you know, above all else that they help convert you know, consumers for your product. Um, you know, expanding out from there, thinking through kind of your traffic strategy, how are you getting people to your pages from both an organic search standpoint and also a paid media standpoint. So on Amazon, that's going to involve you know, probably creating some kind of destination like a brand store to drive traffic to, to help, you know, get, make kind of direct people to um, you know, the, the right location, you know, the right destination for them based on you know, whatever they've searched for, whatever they've clicked on. Um, and once you kind of have those foundational elements of sort of this, you know, creating this user experience within the walls of Amazon that you know is the ideal shopping experience for your customers. Um, that's when we start talking about um, you know the strategies of uh, uh, you know relating to things like social social commerce or it kind of um, the way Amazon seems to be thinking about it more is kind of thinking about creators versus social and we can get into kind of the how how that overlaps and how it's a little bit different but uh, that's kind of how we'd recommend you know, brands begin at least initially thinking about uh, social commerce on amazon yes and when you think of it um there's not just amazon there that's trying to be social it's facebook of course who is obviously noticing that they're losing out in certain other areas and trying to compensate maybe the gap that's developing as people are not necessarily going back to amazon Exactly. Uh, we joke that you know there's a race right on right now for Facebook to become Amazon before Amazon becomes Facebook, and I'd say Facebook's probably winning that race right now because they they've stood up a num number of uh, you know, shopping functions within both Facebook and Instagram um, that are you know very new, still in early adoption stages, but growing and kind of establishing. Um, you know, establishing credibility and as you know gen z enters the workforce and has more disposable income they're a generation that's very comfortable transacting on an app like instagram so um facebook you know definitely seems to be doing a great job there um you know if you look at the numbers it's nothing compared to what's happening in china in terms of uh social commerce but so tons of room for growth for facebook and of course you know amazon is is uh is yeah, very much uh, trying to you know, create the kind of social environment or you know, creator type environment on their own platforms um, that uh, will, you know, hopefully for their match uh, what Facebook's doing as well. Yeah, and one of course one of the big advantages of Amazon is in the end the fulfillment side because of they've got the storage, they've got logistics. Not only the, now the truck services, they've got their own aircraft, um, Prime Air, and so on. They're shipping this stuff everywhere and, and they're so uh, highly automated as well, all the logistics and so on. 
it's huge where something of course maybe facebook to a certain degree might not have this their own let's say the 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 sellers, the sellers on Facebook, they have to somehow find a way to be very well organized and as well ship in time so that the buyers don't become disgruntled and suddenly think, mm, it was easier and faster with Amazon, less pain if you're not happy. That's a big game about Amazon. Yeah, I think that's a great way to think about it. So if you think about Amazon, they've got the shopping thing, you know, perfected or, or at least they're doing it better than anyone else, you know, from the moment someone clicks by um facebook at least initially has taken the approach of you know being very easy to connect to like a, a shopify store for instance so any anyone selling something on a shopify store can very easily connect to instagram and enable kind of that same shopping experience that you'd have on shopify but i think as we all know the shopping experience on amazon is you know is second to none and um if you can get a customer to Amazon, that's probably going to be your most seamless shopping experience um, all the way through delivery. You can really kind of trust the the logistics or of of Amazon, whereas Facebook, it's a little more up to you or whatever your current uh, logistics situation is. Um, the other side of that coin, though, is you know, Facebook has the traffic; they have the audiences, so people are on Facebook's app, you know, viewing influencers or their friends or whoever whereas um you know take amazon live for instance if you pull you know random you know subset of 10 people on the street maybe one of them could tell you how to find amazon live on their amazon app on their phone so if you can get people to an amazon live event then it's a great tool you'll probably have great conversion numbers but the big question um about it right now is audience sizes. Do they have the numbers? And uh, right now, if you, if you go on and look, it, it it's nothing compared to what you'll see on you know an Instagram, for instance. Uh, yes, absolutely. Because when you you order all these things and so on, and you're looking for products, um, especially nowadays when you look at these, as you mentioned, the uh, stores that you can build for your own brand inside Amazon. They're stores that really look very beautiful and attractive and and if you do a good product photograph and everything, uh, it looks just very appealing to buy the product. And even if it doesn't work out, you still can uh, manage that your customer experience is good. And yes, maybe he's not happy because something happened in, in shipment. Somebody dropped the parcel and so on. It's not the fault of the buyer and not of the seller and not of Amazon. But by returning and, and dealing with things quickly, maybe the the buyer actually gets a placement, is happy, and then recommends it to 20 other people and they buy it as well. So it's still a better thing than just trying to figure out alone somehow how to get through the mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I often think the happiest Amazon customers are the ones that experience some kind of issue with their shipment because anytime I've had that happen or you know, I know of anyone that had something like that happen, Amazon overcorrects and you know, a book went missing in the mail, there's another one next like next day delivery on its way or you know, they've always anytime I have an issue, they've always seemed to to you know, make me very happy to be an Amazon Prime customer by the end of the day. Exactly. Like, for instance, I had as well, I've ordered several things and uh, they're all usually well packed. But when we once ordered some product uh, in a bottle and somebody had the bright idea to put it in an envelope, which was the worst thing you can do for that. You can do anything else, you can put an envelope, but 
a bottle uh, glass, it just was broken. But of course, Amazon, no problem. Send it back. We'll refund you. It's all done. And within like, once you've already handed over to the to the shipping guy, it's you have like one hour later, you've got your refund so fast. And they haven't even received the parcel. They don't haven't even checked if you put it in. You could have put in a stone or something, but they handle it properly, professional, and ahead of time. That's a big bonus. Yeah, and in some cases now you don't even need to bring it to a shipping location. Um, if I have something to return to Amazon, I'll bring it to Kohl's, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm walking out of the Kohl's store with you know with a coupon for for um, for Kohl's, and mm-hmm. I get the email notification that my money's been refunded. So um, they're very good at at uh, at you know that kind of last mile aspect of e-commerce and are way ahead of everyone else even even though there are you know the walmarts of the world are are catching up yeah they're catching up but as i see in many countries uh, the big uh, retailers they still have a big problem and that's just logistics they're good in storing and, and shipping big uh, trucks to the uh, to the stores and that but not really good at handling small lots small packages they have a big issue um, I've seen many, many stores usually have a problem of shipping a product within, let's say, within three days. They don't manage. They usually like take up to seven or ten days even just to hand it over to UPS or DHL and so on. And they're losing, of course, credibility and people get fed up. And next time they don't buy again from them, they'll buy at Amazon. And speaking of that, so how can actually um, businesses in the size that you are usually handling how can they actually benefit from all these things that Amazon is doing in this race for social e-commerce? Um, great question. So the one thing we tell our clients right now with a lot of the Amazon social features is treat it um, very experimentally. So you know, treat it as a learning experience for yourself because uh, we'll have clients that Amazon will go to them and say, "Oh, we'll offer you free Amazon posts if you just provide the content for it." And you know, we tell them to kind of temper their expectations. Most people don't know Amazon posts exist; they won't scroll to to where you, you know, need to go to find it. Um, you can actually follow brands on Amazon, which, but most customers are unaware of this fact so far. So um, it's all very new; it's all very experimental, but. Um, the one thing about Amazon is they're better at experimenting than almost anyone else. So you know, they'll they'll try a new thing. It'll be in, in beta mode, but it's out there in the wild for everyone to to see. Uh, we all get excited about it, and then if it's not working, they are not hesitant to shut it down. So um, while you know Amazon posts may not you know be around at this time next year, Amazon's certainly learning from it. And you know they're they're going to be coming out with something else that that's great at driving driving creators to Amazon and driving audiences to Amazon as well to consume more and more content. And you know, they certainly have enough money to attract um, cr- the cre- the right creators that will resonate with the right audiences and and you know, create the network effects that you need to kind of have you know, some kind of a social platform. Exactly, and especially when you think of it socially, she means as well that you have to somehow make people aware of uh, what you're doing, what you're posting, what you're offering, and that. Um, I think Amazon has as well these ads features, like on Facebook and Twitter and so on, where you can buy ads as well. Um, but how can brands actually generate traffic that people get notice them at all? Uh, 
Exactly what you just said. So if you're going to do an Amazon Live you know, event today, mm. what I would say is you have to invest in driving traffic there. So I I would recommend kind of a multi-channel uh, campaign on, on social, on Amazon, off of Amazon to drive awareness and to drive traffic to that event because uh, you know, maybe one day there will be you know, s- significant numbers of people that just go to Amazon Live to view content uh, the, the way it, it traditionally has been with Home Shopping Network and QVC, but the numbers just aren't there today um, for large brands. But uh, that's not to say there won't be someday, and that's not to say you can't set up a successful Amazon Live event today. You just... Um, yeah, the brands need to take it upon themselves to make sure that they're driving the right amount of traffic. Because if you invest in the event, uh, which the events themselves, Amazon wants you to um, run them for at least 60 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to have to invest in you know, some kind of talent to you know, host that Amazon live event. Um, and there's obviously a lot of work that goes into figuring out which products you're going to showcase, you know, what you're going to say about them, how you're going to hold people's attention for the full 60 minutes, and of course, drive people to you know, the right product pages and ultimately drive transactions. In order for all of that to be to be worth it and for you to see you know, the right ROI uh, on that kind of an event, uh, you're going to need to t- to put in the effort and probably the investment to drive traffic to uh to that to that event on amazon yeah so people should as you say test learn try it out and figure out whether they can actually somehow balance it and as well of course is it sensible to invest the budget at this time or that or maybe do something else on amazon that might deliver a better benefit what are the alternatives actually um <laughs> that's a great question. So right now the alternative I'd say is look at you know look at Instagram, look at other kind of live stream um platforms. So and you know go where your uh go where your customers are. So if you're if you're a beauty, if you're a fashion, if you're an apparel brand, you know, Instagram is the place that makes sense, the most sense for you. You know, we're seeing with kind of anthropology, Sephora, uh, outdoor voices have set up very, um, very attractive, very great user experiences stores right on Instagram. So that would be my recommendation for, um, someone in this kind of an industry um if 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 your customer spends time on uh, on twitch at all i would i would go all in on twitch because the the numbers on twitch are just eye-popping and obviously uh there's the connectivity there with with amazon um and also just you know stay tuned because uh Amazon's clearly invested in this. They currently, you know, there's a report in uh, eMarketer the other day that they have a large, large number of roles focused on creators. So what they're looking for right now is engineers to build products that creators want to use so that creators will move to an Amazon platform uh, for, you know, whatever it is they do, the videos they create, and then bring, you know, bring their audiences with them. Yeah, and then it sounds a little bit, reminds me a bit of uh, what's happening like with Twitter and Clubhouse and uh, um, Spotify and so on, where they're all competing about the audio creators. People are providing content like we're doing now in audio, uh, just that there's usually like a uh, discussion. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they'll be doing it. And, And the live, is it then actually 
just uh, is it a video as well or is it just audio how is your experience on that uh, yeah it's it's video and you know similar to an instagram live stream there's kind of a comment section people can you know, okay. like things you know, ask questions so it's very interactive um, so that's kind of you know, that's the that's the model that really works in china i think the moment that everyone got, got everyone's attention as far as social commerce goes and live stream commerce goes is in 2019 on singles day kim kardashian sold 15,000 bottles of perfume in like five minutes and all of a sudden everyone realized oh like really strong influencer plus the right product can equal you know a very successful you know, whether it's a product launch or just kind of sales campaign yeah and especially she has a really big following and very very big lot of people who are actually actively following her not just click on subscribe and that's it and they don't actually interact so it's actually quite interesting to see as well how followers are going to influence as well driving customers to amazon and that which would mean theoretically for big brands they wouldn't just need somebody like a footballer or something they'd need to have somebody who really has the crowd and they they're actually following them all the time and not just saying, oh, I've got his trickle or whatever. No, they're actually seeing what they're posting and liking and actually interacting the whole day. And then they can easily maybe drive them over and say, hey, come join me at Amazon Live and buy uh, this and this product. Yeah, that's exactly the the right approach. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah, that's, that's great. So... Um, when I think of it with all these tracking stuff that's happening now, of course, with uh, what we've seen last few months and years as well as, for instance, ads now becoming a problem, of course, if you don't uh, know how your things are tracking. Um, I think you have as well some insights regarding cookie-less uh, future um, because that affects as well how we actually drive ads via ads as well the people to our live events in Amazon. Um, yeah, and this is another area where a Amazon seems to kind of be capturing the moment. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there was you know, obviously Google has kind of delayed the the cookieless future a little bit, um, but there was this moment where you know the media world was was very concerned. How how are we going to you know, drive the same kind of numbers if we are not able to? track as well as we typically have been able to and obviously that's already happening and in, in with ios uh, the recent ios updates and mm -hmm. potentially hap will happen one day with with google you know you can see amazon who has you know notoriously had a tricky relationship with brands like at the exact same time as that ios rollout that was freaking marketers out um they all of a sudden started rolling out these very brand friendly features like all of a sudden there's the ability to follow brands on amazon and it and now you can send email like very well crafted emails to uh, to all of your followers like through amazon so amazon you know obviously isn't going to open up and provide customer data to to brands but sort of letting brands rent the amazon customer uh a little bit more than they have uh, traditionally um, is just kind of one example of of Amazon trying to um, you know, continue to grow their their media business um, because you know, they they have one of the biggest walled gardens. Um, their 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 customer base already has their credit card information saved, um, so it's it's a very kind of in terms of lower funnel marketing, um, great 
you know, opportunity for brands. And it's no secret. I know brands are obviously already, you know, buying lots of ads on Amazon, but I think, you know, expect Amazon to do a lot, a lot more in, in that area and continue to roll out new, new products that are very brand friendly. Um, and, you know, the, the ones that succeed, they'll be around, they'll, they'll be here to stay. Uh, the ones that don't, you know, they, like I said, uh, are not hesitant to shut something down if it's not working. Yes, and and speaking of that, uh, shutting down and so on, uh, I think, it, as I said, Amazon is very fast in testing stuff out, trying out, and, and as well innovating in a way that they see, okay, this works or this doesn't work. Sometimes you have a good idea and people are just maybe not ready for it and it takes some time, and then they suddenly adopt it. It just will be a little bit different. Hmm. Yeah, and, and that uh, makes me think of, especially as you said before as well, all these different things that are important for businesses to somehow um, capture, of course, the clients or the buyers who are already on Amazon. They've already paid as well once before. They have they've have a certain, how shall I say, it, buying trust. They yeah. trust you. They've already taken money out of the pocket, given it to Amazon, and Amazon either has given them a product or one of the Amazon partners have sold them a product and they're happy and say, okay, I can get there my uh, whatever product I need. And it's crazy what you can buy on Amazon nowadays. It's a huge yeah. range. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so um, it was great having you here on the show. And before we leave... How can people actually connect with you, Brian, if they want to find out more about what you're doing? And maybe you can help them even with something where they maybe feel stuck or not sure if it's the right strategy to do. Um, LinkedIn is probably the best place to mm -hmm. uh, to find me. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm pretty accessible on LinkedIn. And then um, we also put a decent amount of, of content and thought leadership onto our our website, which is s50.agency. So feel free to you know, connect with me on LinkedIn or, or visit us um, on our website. Great. I'll add as well the link to our descriptions for those who are not able to uh, type so quickly or note it down. I haven't got a pen with them whilst they're listening, but I'm sure it'll be helpful for them as well to find out more and use the advice that's available there. So thank you for being here, and I'm sure we'll be talking about a future topic on e-commerce, Amazon, and Facebook, and so on sometime in the future. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Barge. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website follow.prmediareach Com. I will be adding the link also to the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. For those of you who are listening and signing up to follow the show 
I have reserved a free copy of the ultimate guide on content marketing. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Hewlett-Packard, Deutsche Bank, Volvo and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years. It also got me contacts with police, transport authorities, military and several universities and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized entrepreneurs and enterprises as clients. And that even included international clients from all around the world. The link to sign up for our free broadcasting service and the guide is follow.prmediareach.com That will give you access to the most recent version of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me as well on Twitter by using the Twitter handle CAPBarge. That's spelled Charlie Alpha Papa Bravo Alpha Romeo Tango Sierra Charlie Hotel. Yes, that is CAPBarge. Charlie Alpha Papa Bravo Alpha Romeo Tango Sierra Charlie Hotel.